It's mud. We back. We back. We live. We live. Welcome to the Heart and Hope Medicines Podcast. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We back. We at, we, we, we we back. back. We is back <laughs> with an episode, a live episode. So what I need y'all to do is join in. Join Hold in. On. We about to, before, we about to share this around. Hey, before we even say anything, get your phone. Get on Facebook, get on socials, get on YouTube, share this mug, share it to all your friends so they can share it to their friends. So everybody that need to see it will be able to see it. Amen. All right, cool. Yeah, we about to share this right now. Right now. All right. This is episode 22. Two, two, deuce, deuce. Hey, you're gonna be you're gonna laugh at me for this one. All right, give it I'm to gonna, me, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this is a fictional character though. What did you own? <laughs> hey, I used to I used to watch this movie so much growing up. Quincy McCall from Love and Basketball. Quincy McCall from Love and Basketball. Man, oh, you ain't never watched Love and Basketball? Right. He had that work. He had he my had bad. Work. My he bad, work, bro. Oh, why you call him Quincy McCall, bro? Q, That's his name, man. Why you ain't call him Q, bro? Just for all my people who don't really know. But I'm, to, but so it they ain't can type it in when they when they go to the search browser. You know what I'm saying? Search man. bar. Q, Q, Q went crazy. Facts. He had that work. All right, but we we gonna we gonna get straight to it. You bringing fictional characters and all this and all. I I like you different, bro. Hey man, you, act, wrong you acting it. different, bro. All right, um, this episode will be called Desperate Faith. Desperate Faith. Um, so we're going to be sharing some testimonies about um, some desperate faith moments. Um, and we just hope that it will bless y'all. And we just hope that God will be done. But um, yeah. So first of all, when when you when you hear desperate faith, what comes to your mind? Um, immediately, bro, it's you don't have any other choice. When I think of this despair, I'm like, okay, you have no options remaining. Like, okay, this is the only thing that I can do to get out of the situation. Sometimes you don't even see an option to even get out of the situation. So to me, when I hear desperate faith, that's what I think about. Just no options. Literally yeah. back against the wall, nothing left to do, nothing left to say. Like it's out of my hands. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh we see y'all comments. Hey, what's up, y'all? I see Lexi. I see Chrissy. I see Quee Dog. Yeah, make sure y'all share. Appreciate y'all. But yeah, bro. Definitely, bro. Where it's nothing else. You know, it's out of your hands. Where you you can't you can't do nothing. You know, it's it's in God's hands. And that moment is is a test in itself. What up, Spence? What up, Low? Make sure y'all share. Thank you for joining. Fast. Um But yeah, let's uh you I got some scripts for y'all because we can't we can't just start it without giving y'all the scripts. All right, we're gonna go Hebrew eleven one. Now faith faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So that's that's what faith is. So you gotta know what faith is. It's literally the the evidence of things not seen. Right. So 
Um, that's the starting point. That's what faith is. Now, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? You go first. You, you I go kick, first. Kick us off. Kick us off. All right, let's kick. Let, let's kick it off. So we gonna get straight to it. We ain't gonna hold hold y'all longer than we have to. Um, so my uh, daughter came down with RSV, right? So I didn't really know much about it, but I heard it was going around. And then, so my daughter was sick and, you know, fever and stuff like that. So we were treating her and stuff like that. And the fever was going up and going down and we was pretty much managing it. Mm. So um, my son ended up getting sick. Mind you, my son at that time is like two months. Um, so, well, two, about to be three months. So when he started getting sick, his breathing started being funny. Like his chest, you, I could see him like congested. So I take him to the shower and just try to get the congestion out and things like that. So we ended up taking him to the doctor, right? So we took him to the doctors and, um, they had basically checked him out and stuff like that. And they just told us to keep watch of him, you know, to watch him. If it get worse, take him to the hospital. Yeah. Right. So this is Saturday, right? So, um, by this time, my daughter's getting better, um, but we still having to give her medicine, Tylenol and Motrin and stuff around the clock to keep her uh, the fever down, right? So my son ended up getting worse um, on Sunday, and it was to the point where we had to take him to the hospital. So we take him to Children's downtown, and that's a, <laughs> that's a, a thing in itself, you know. Uh, shout out to Children's, you know. <laughs> You know, it, you know, y'all did y'all thing, but it, it's a lot going on in children. Let's just say that. Um, so he went in there and they didn't even have a room for him. They were just like putting people in all type of little hallway rooms, making rooms because there's a ton of kids in there. Right. Right. So um, by that time, I end up leaving because at this time. I both I, I can't have both of them there. Right. My daughter couldn't come in, so I had to be at home, and my wife had to stay with my son. So during that time, she in a room, and my son is not doing too well from the beginning. He's not doing too well. He's struggling. They put him on little treatment things, and he don't seem to be getting better, mm-hmm. you know. And during that time, I'm like, all right, God, <laughs> I, I need you to, I need you to do something, uh, do something quick, you know. So initially, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, let me pray. Let me make sure I get my emotions in check. Cause that's yeah. the first thing that pop up your emotions. You, we are human. You, we gonna have them emotions. So it's not wrong to have them type of emotions. That's- but to let them stay there is wrong. Cause we're supposed to cast that stuff down. We're not supposed to ponder on them emotions. That stuff will drive you crazy. Will literally. have you literally. And, and, and just doing all type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the first day was Sunday, right? So he stayed overnight, and um, they just began to keep uh, giving him more stuff as far as, like, taking it up to try to see if he could um, get better, if he could start breathing properly. Because at right. this time, I could see his chest literally going in, where his ribs going in. So I'm seeing my son like struggle struggle to breathe and it was like to the point where i'm like all right 
no, I never been put in this situation before. My kid ain't never got sick to this point, you know. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, this, it's different. It was different. So me and my wife came together. Um. We just having to be online. I call, you know, call on the phone and stuff like that. And we praying and we just come into agreement, you know, because that's the point. I'm gonna give y'all a scripture right here about coming into agreement. Hold on, you know, we got to give y'all the scripture. <laughs> you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, but basically, um. Again, I truly tell you, if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by the Father in heaven. So basically, if two agree, it shall be done. That's what the words say. And during that time, you got to stand on a word. So yes. we literally was like, all right, two agree, it shall be done. And we're going to stand on this. It, that's what the words say. We believe in God so we can stand on this. And we can't do nothing. Right. We can't do anything. All I can do is sit here and hold my son. All I can do is sit there and look at my son. But I cannot make him better. Right. That's only in God's hand. Only God can do this. So this is what we talk about, desperate faith. There's nothing I can do. It's out of my hands. And that's where you have to trust God. So I'm sitting here um, just having to keep speaking over the situation. Keep speaking over the situation. And while I'm I'm at home, and my wife is there. So she having a whole different experience yeah. because she's lit, she's right there and and I'm at home. So I'm having to, you know, but we still in agreement. We still holding each other up and we still speaking life. Right. Yeah. So um, the days. So um, I believe I seen them for a little bit. So I would come up there every day to to uh, get my wife a break, because at this point I had to get off work. Because my daughter had RSV, so she can't go nowhere. I got to right. take care of her. So I'm having to take care of her, and I'm having to make sure my wife good and keep praying over my son, make sure my son good and stuff like that. So it's it's a different time. I'm, I'm sitting here. I remember reading. I remember reading Abraham. When Abraham had to sacrifice, was told to sacrifice Isaac. And yeah. I read it and I was just like, I know, God, that this is my promised seed. I know that this is my promised seed and I know that there's a ram in the bush. I know that you have something. So you have your, your I know that you won't allow for for him to be uh, allow for him to leave. Plain right. and simple. I know that there's a lot of things that you show me about him. So I know that you're going to work this thing out. So I literally had to read that scripture and be like, no, this is my promised seed. And I know there's a ram in the bush. I know right. that there's something that's, that's going to um, take his place and not saying like I will want to swap somebody. <laughs> but I'm just talking about that. That won't come to pass. That right. that death won't come to come to pass. So um, I'm, I'm reading that scripture. And I also remember um, reading Psalms, David. People sleep on David. David was an intercessor. I don't know if y'all are really reading, but David was an intercessor. David, where you go, bro? But uh, <laughs> uh, David was an intercessor. Um, he really interceded. A lot of his psalms were really prayers. And he was very blunt with God. And he was very straightforward. He told God, hey, this is what it is. And um, he was very honest. So when you approach God, let me see where my, 
Where my brother went. One second, y'all. Stay online with me. I'm back. Oh, there we go. You back. I'm like, where you go? All right. He back. He back. Oh, all right. But yeah, David was very honest. When his in his prayers, he's straightforward. Hey, yeah. God, I feel like I'm about to die. Like, <laughs> God, I feel like I feel like you left me, God. Like you said, you, you said you was this, and I feel like you left me, God. Like where you at? And <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I because God knows your heart. So yes. don't don't try to play God. Don't try to play and act like you 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 straight. Just picture so perfect he, person, you, yeah. God know your heart. He yeah. know that you that you doubt and he know how you feel. So don't sit here and be like, oh God, yeah, I just know that you gonna no be honest. God, I feel this way, but I know that you are who you said you are. Cause it's it's like it's like it's like this. The Bible clearly tells us, Come to come to me, all you who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come on. If you coming to him. And you're supposed to be bringing him your burdens and every all your heavy loads and all of that good stuff. But if you come into him and you're not relinquishing the load or the heavy burden, come on. Then at that point, what's the pro what's the point? What yeah. are you coming for? Yeah. Like you just keeping the same, you going, you coming in heavy to the exactly you coming in heavy, you leaving heavy. Leaving heavy. Come what's on. the point? You wasting your time at that point. So be honest, be transparent, because that's what he wants. Confession is the basis of our faith. So Facts. why not confess what you're actually feeling instead of trying to hide it from God? And that, a part of the problem is we try to liken God's God and his and his his characteristics to man. Yeah, you can hide those emotions. You can try to hide them emotions from your brother. I can try to hide my emotions from Brandon. Yeah, or I could try to hide them from my mama or from my wife, but I can't hide anything from God. Can't God hide already it. knows. All He wants you to do is confess. Yeah, so just confess. Be honest with yourself, and be honest with God. Yeah, because He already know anyway. So facts, like you, you, yeah, and it's when you start being honest with Him, and that's when He begins to work on you the more. It's, yeah. it's in your confession when you confess God, God let me say God help my unbelief. Like literally. help my like what literally. like literally help my unbelief. God, I, I believe that you will do this, but help my unbelief. Yeah. I, I, like literally that's what you gotta come with. You mm -hmm. gotta come, okay, God, God, you did not give me the spirit of fear but power, love, and the sound mind. Mm -hmm. So that means if, if fear is hitting me, you didn't give me that. So yeah. I need for this to go. So I need power love in a sound mind yeah so like you you really have to be honest oh you have to be honest like there's power and honesty be honesty be honest with your mm -hmm. emotions be honest with how you're feeling right because god knows already you're not you're not tricking him he know he like oh yeah you're doubting me i see you you're 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 wavering over here right. oh yeah you don't really believe i'll do it you don't mm -hmm. really you know so Literally, I remember I'm walking around the house and I'm just like, God, God, I know, I know that you're gonna do this, but I need for you to hurry up. Like, <laughs> like I'm I'm being real, bro. I'm yeah. like, I need for you to hurry up because I'm looking and my eyes are like, I'm not yeah. seeing my eyes are like I'm not seeing progression. But but that's not what faith is. Exactly. Literally, okay. So I might as well just say what I'm about to Let's say. Let's go, right bro. So, Let's go, bro. So 
my testimony for today, desperate faith. So my wife was pregnant and she had something called placenta previa. And what placenta previa is when your placenta is it's it's moved over top of your, the uterus. And so my wife had placenta previa. Um, so we had placenta previa, which with Mia, which is our, la, our, our second youngest daughter. And um, the, the placenta just moved out the way. But this time with Raina, it didn't move. And I guess it's because of the way that she was positioned, but it didn't move out of the way. So long story short, my wife kept bleeding and kept bleeding and kept bleeding. And come to find out that her placenta was calcifying while it was inside of her. For those of us who don't know what calcifying is, calcifying is when something gets hard and it gets hard as bone. So as it's, the placenta is in her body, it's in there and it's, it's just cutting her, cutting her, cutting her, cutting her. And they're trying to figure out why she keeps bleeding, why she keeps bleeding, and come to find out that that's the reason. So um, they told her she had to stay in the hospital until the due date, which is January 29th. And we're in the hospital, and it's the week of Thanksgiving. So we're in the hospital the whole week. And just randomly, she just starts bleeding a whole bunch and just feel, literally fills the bed with blood. They had to rush her to the intensive care unit. And um, I'm sitting in there. And... Y'all, I'm struggling because in my mind, it's like, it's just like what he just said. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power and love and a sound mind. Yeah. And and what he said about discarding those emotions, I was feeling every ounce of fear. Like, yeah, I'm wondering if I'm going to have to make a choice between my daughter and my wife. Like, it's just so many different thoughts playing in my mind. And on top of that, I haven't seen my kids. So because when my wife went to the hospital, we didn't have nobody to look after the kids. So um, two of my girls are with their with their fa- with their father and my son is with his mom. So I'm like, OK, I miss my kids. My daughter is with her godmom, So I'm just missing my kids. And now I'm wondering if I have to choose between my wife and my daughter. It's just a whole lot of stuff playing in my mind. And I'm in there and they like, OK, we're going to have to deliver this baby today. And I'm in there and I'm like, literally, I'm kind of trembling because i'm like okay i just need all of this to go good and i just heard the holy spirit speak immediately speak i don't want to say immediately i speak loudly and he 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 reminded me of the scripture the joy of the lord is your strength Come on. and just understanding who it is that we serve come on who it is that we pull from and it's not <laughs> it's not like we said earlier, it's not anything that I can do in my own strength. Like literally, I'm legitimately tired trying yeah. to figure out how, yeah. when, where, and why yeah. this is gonna come together. What I can do to make it come together. But literally, the joy of the Lord is my strength, and I have joy, and I and I gain strength from understanding that you know what this is in the Father's hands. So immediately, when the Holy Spirit said that, I just begin to pray. I just begin to rebuke the spirit of death. Um, come on. I just began to pray over the doctor's hands and I seen that my wife was a little distraught. So I grabbed her hands and I'm like, babe, come on, let's pray. Let's pray. So we go into the the operating room and they're working on her. They get Raina out. They get Raina out. Raina is fine. But they could not stop my wife from bleeding. And I don't know that she heard every single thing that they saying, but they sitting over there. Um talking and i can hear every word they're saying she's 
she's bleeding profusely. We don't know what to do. We don't know what we can do to stop the bleeding. So I stand up like, yo, what the heck going on? And um, the lady was like, sir, please sit down. Sir, please sit down. Trying to keep me calm. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I need to relax because at the same time, my wife is getting a little distraught. Like, yeah. what are they doing inside? What are they doing in me? Get I want yeah. them out of my stomach. So I'm like, yeah. hey, you got to calm down. So I turn my worship music up. And yeah. they like, oh, you got to turn that music down. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I said, this ain't nothing but the enemy trying to make sure that my mind is everywhere. But you know what? I had to keep focused. So yeah. in that moment, I start praying again. And immediately the Holy Spirit already, he he brought it back to my remembrance, the prayer that he had me pray in that room. And he t- I, how I, I began to speak over the hands of the doctors and how, how I began to rebuke the spirit of death and everything like that. And I went in the, eventually they had to put Shauna to sleep and they had to put me out the room. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, those are some of the most excruciating moments of my life. Watching my baby who is having a hard time just staying alive. Like Raina was having a hard time when she came out being yeah. in that incubator and just wondering if my wife is okay. So I'm sitting at the incubator and I'm just, I'm just like, father, I know, <laughs> I know that, I know that you're real. I know that you hear me. I just need you to do something like, and do it quickly. Yeah. And it's like in that very moment, I asked the nurse what was going on. They said, everything you're out of, she's out of surgery. Everything is okay. They stopped the bleeding and everything was fine. So now when I tell you, it was just like a, a release and a relief. And I, I believe that it was intentional um, for me to be out of the room when they, when they could not stop that bleeding because yeah. faith is not about what you see. Yeah. It's not about what you see. Yeah. And just like the scripture said, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Because if I would have seen the addition, because she had already lost so much blood. Yeah. If I would have seen the additional blood, Who's to say how my faith level would have would have fluctuated if it, it probably would have I probably would have been distraught. Yeah. But as a result of me not being able to see and me just having to solely rely on my relationship with the father and not my relationship with my with my with my sight, because the things that you you become comfortable agree, becoming into agreement with the things that you see. Mm-hmm. When you can see, when I can see um, my paycheck deposited every Thursday, every other Thursday, yeah. I can trust that my job is paying me. Yeah. But when you get outside, when you have to step outside of the things that you see on a consistent basis or the things that you the things that you start to trust in on a consistent basis, such mm-hmm. as a small example like your check. Yeah. It makes it hard for you to trust in the father like you're supposed to. But I believe that in that moment, my straight, my faith was being strengthened because at that point I couldn't see, I couldn't touch my wife. I couldn't ask her if she was okay. I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything. Mm-hmm. All I could do was pray to the father and yeah. pray and believe that everything was going to be okay. And it's not by happenstance. Everything is okay. And I didn't have to choose man it's it's like the word says you never he'll never put more on you than you can bear yeah he understood why i needed that yeah because now i don't feel like nothing will can stop me from from serving the lord at this point in my life 
Yeah. Like when I tell you this has been the best year of my life. Yeah. My faith has just been built. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Built, built, built. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Between this situation, going through inner healing and deliverance, like yeah, yeah. This has been the best year of my life. And it's like it's crazy. I was talking to the pastor and I'm like, usually I say every year this has been the hardest year of my life. Last year, I probably would have said this has been the hardest year of my life because it's a progressive increase of fire. Yeah. But number one is purification. Come on, talk about it. And it's refining. And number two, it's my perspective has changed so much from 2021 and coming into 2022. Just understanding that none of like truly understanding that none of this is here to hurt me. Mm hmm. It's here to make me into the man that God truly wants me to be. It's here to build my faith. It's here to for for me to be solely and truly dependent on the Father because I am a do-it-yourselfer. And I I probably say this every time. You was a do-it-yourselfer. Yes, I was a do-it-yourselfer. And I probably I was saying this every podcast, but uh, I'm a do it. I was a do-it-yourselfer, but now it's like I trust the Father like like no other time before like my yeah. faith is stronger and it's because i've been able to go through those moments of despair of because this isn't my first time this isn't my first rodeo but before i reacted to it differently mm-hmm. before i sat in those emotions and i let those emotions overcome me but now it's like okay snap out of it dejan snap out of it dejan snap out of it dejan holy spirit is just putting a fire down in my spirit. You got to pray. You got to pray. You got to speak life. You got to speak life. And it's crazy because even after, after the fact, EC came and he was like, the enemy was trying to have you go crazy. Wild thing is in that, in that, um, in that delivery room, I literally saw myself sitting on the edge of my bed crying, saying, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? Mm. Because I had just lost my wife. Mm. And I was like, "Why would you leave me with all these kids?" I saw that in the middle of the, the, the in the middle of the delivery room, and it was that it that was a the the precursor to the moment the Holy Spirit was like, "Okay, remember, remember the prayer that you just prayed. Remember what I told you to say. Remember how what I instructed you to do." Mm-hmm. I mean, I, let me speak on that because <clears throat> the enemy enemy's going to bring suggestions to you. Absolutely. And what the enemy wants you to do is agree to it. Because yes. at that point, if you agree to it, you give it power. Facts. So what that was, was a suggestion that he was trying to get you to agree with. Because mm-hmm. at that point, if you agree with it, now it, it can come to pass. Now or now it's it's going to torment your mind. Because now right. you all you're going to think about is, oh, what I just seen. I just seen this. But the Holy Spirit came. It's like the Holy Spirit came and said, whoop. Nah, nah, here I, here I am right here. Yes. <laughs> Don't hey, slap you in the back of your ball head like, yo, come on, man. You know better. Yeah. You know better. Yeah. You knew better, you do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz <laughs> the enemy the enemy all he got is the power of suggestion. That's yes. all he can do. All he can do is suggest things. But mm-hmm. it's up to us whether we choose to agree on it. Yes. That's why I, like meditation, meditation on a word is really important because mm-hmm. we can meditate on the word or we can meditate on our emotions. 
If yes. we meditate on our emotions, we're going to be crazy. Facts. We are going to be crazy. We sit there and meditate on our emotions. We go up and down. No, yes. we have to. The word never changes. The word is consistent. The right. word does not change. So yeah. it's on our focus, us focusing on the word. The word is Christ, plain and simple. So right. it's about our focus during that moment. What are we yeah. focusing on? Yeah. What are we focusing on? That's and, we got to get our focus in check. Go ahead, bro. I hear right. you about to come. I seen, I seen, I saw this thing on um, on IG early. I believe it was on Chrissy's, uh, Christina's story, and it said, "Whatever you meditate on is what you worship." Yeah, comes an idol. Yes, and a lot of times our our emotions become our idols. We sit there and we ponder on grief, we ponder on anger, mm-hmm. and the things that we worship become the most important things in our life. They come to they become the most prevalent. They become the things that influence us to move, influence how we move, how we work. And just hearing that, I was I'm just like, okay. In that moment, just reevaluating myself in that moment, not even giving the enemy room to it's like when I see that thought, okay, shut up. Bye. Get out of here. I already know what time it is. I already know this is nothing but a, a, a demon coming to to try and torment me in in my moment of of despair. But when my worship is centered yeah. on the Father, yeah, come on. When my meditation is centered on the Father, none of that stuff matters. Yeah, because like you say, they only have the authority that we give them. Yeah. So if I take it all away from you. You don't have any place here at all. Don't Goodbye. Power. Goodbye. And I, and I even went as far as the Holy Spirit even had me going as far as praying over the blood that they put into my wife. Come on. She lost so much blood. Come on. And they had to give her two bags and then another bag when she came out of the, of the operating room. And I was like, I buy in any generational, any generational curse who's attached to that bloodline. We sever it all right now. Come on. We destroy it at the root right now in the name of Jesus because we're not having none of that. We're not yeah. giving you no room for nothing. We don't need no no new nonsense coming into yeah. our into our home. We don't yeah. know, need no new nonsense coming into into your life. We we just can't live like that because we understand we gotta understand the authority that we walk in. Yeah. And that's the big one of the biggest things that I've learned over the course of this year. Am I perfect at exercising my authority at this point in my life? No, I still have work to do. But at the same time, the recognition of the authority that I that I truly hold, that we truly hold as believers and those who truly live a fear based life as it relates to Christ. Unmatched, bro. Unmatched. Yeah. Yeah. Unmatched. Like even going into. Even going into the workplace, like. Not just letting people be around you and just say any old thing without you being like, nope. Facts. I nope. cancel that in the name of Jesus. Yep. And then even, even like I, I was reading the scripture and it said, um, I believe it's in, in James and it says, it talks about how um, sin is not just doing good, but sin is also knowing that something is good, is right. And not telling somebody who was doing wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not re it's not redirecting your brother or your sister. And I had an experience with 
um, this young lady at my job and she was just standing there talking to me and she was like, man, I'm just stressed out. I'm just stressed out. I'm like, why are you stressed out? I got drunk and I hit the, the curb with my car. And normally I'd be like, all right, whatever. You, that's jacked up, man. But now nah, I'm like, I'm going to be a good big brother today. And I'm going to tell you, stop drinking and driving. Come on. Because I'm not going to allow you to continue in your foolishness. I'm not going to allow you to continue in your stupidity. And that's a part of my faith. Yeah. That's a part of what my faith is. My faith doesn't just drive me to pray when things are dire, when, yeah. when things are just desperate. Because yeah. when, before you even get to that desperate situation, you need that your faith needs to be exercised steps and steps before you even get there because uh, that's how the faith is developed that's how it's, it's it, it becomes strong progressive because it's yes it's progressive it's like you lifting weight after weight you're going level to level yeah so once i get to the boss level now i already know what to do yeah now i know i already know how to get this this thing up off me because yeah. i've been practicing before i even got here mm -hmm. before i even got here so we just have to learn how to exercise our faith prior to that so that when the faith does get to the point of when we get to situations where you do feel despair you do feel it does the situation does feel desperate you already know what to do yeah you already know what to do so then even the word to back it uh james 1 3 because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance Yes. So that's literally, literally what he's saying. The testing mm -hmm. of your faith is meant to produce perseverance. And a lot of times we don't want to go through nothing. Yeah. We want we want faith, but we don't want to go through nothing. We yeah. don't want a test. Like we like, all right, you know, I remember even in, in, in class, back in the day, in class, oh, no, don't give me no test, though. I'm yeah. good. Don't give me no test, though. I, 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 how does God know that you that you that you have under grew an understanding if you don't get tested how yeah. does he know that you can go forward if you don't get tested if, yes. if you're not tested how can he move you forward how can he mature you if there's no test if there's no test how can you go to the next level yeah there's a test there's there's a final exam at in school there's a final exam it, am, am, am i right is it yes. anything changed there's a final exam right mm -hmm. and that is a test that that the last test so that you can go forward and you must do good on that test if yeah. you don't do good your grade before that has to be good to to keep you uh able to go forward yeah <laughs> it gotta it gotta balance out so even in that what you did before matters yeah even in that because if if you didn't do nothing before if, if your grade was already trashed before, if your faith was already trashed before, when that test come, it's going to do the same exact thing. You're going yes. to fail. Mm -hmm. So it's the way that you built your faith up is by the word, by the yeah. word of God. Yeah. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you are not hearing the word of God, your faith will not be built up. You need yeah. to be in a church. You need to be under word. You need to be reading your word. You need to be digesting your word. Mm -hmm. You need to have your word playing on the TV. Yes. You need to have worship playing. You need to hear the word. That's how your faith is built up. So yes. when them trials come, because they're going to come, they're going to come. The trials mm -hmm. come to the just and unjust. It comes to everybody. But it's, it comes it's, to make you strong. 
It comes to make us strong. And some and even that, tests come to humble you. Because when you think you can do it by yourself, gotta remind you, hey, mm-mm, you can't do it by yourself. Yes. You can't handle this. Mm-hmm. You can't handle this. Yeah. You cannot handle this. Yes. But I can. But I can. You know what I think is key in that? Like learning, and this is something that I had to learn, like learning to change your language. Because when we come through situations, oh, it's I did this or I did that. No, I didn't do anything. It's a God thing. Yeah. Just like when we said, when I'm sitting here saying, um, I pray, but I only pray because the Holy Spirit instructed me to. Absolutely. Because if it was just me and myself, I would have stood there trembling. Yeah. But this is a God thing. God did it. God does it. He continues to do it. Yeah. And that's what we have to understand. Once you begin to change your language, it's like you're giving yourself a constant reminder that I am not the strength. I am not the strength. I am not the strength. Yeah. I am not the strength. But God is who empowers us to move forward. Absolutely. And then also understanding that in this faith thing, the faith that you utilize in one season is not going to be the same faith that you utilize in the next you got to learn how to believe a little bit differently. Yeah. God is not, we live, we serve a progressive God. Like, Come on. God is not just, okay, you just believe the same for the rest of your, your, your Christian walk for the rest of your natural life. And then that's going to be good enough. No, God wants you to just believe for it because the possibilities with him are endless. Yeah. And that's the thing we, we, we lose sight of is God is endless. So why wouldn't his requirement for us to, his requirement for our belief to be endless like yeah we have to constantly just increase and increase and increase but sometimes we get content with oh i passed this this test yeah i'm a g now yeah i'm a g now i can knowing I you can gotta see knowing exactly. you gotta see you <laughs> you skimmed exactly. You skimmed. <laughs> exactly exactly because it's like it's just like you said about the school and stuff you got a lot of people who are book smart yeah who can who are book smart, but at the same time, they can't pass a test. Yeah. So you can remember all of these scriptures, but when that pressure get on you, it's a wrap. Yeah. All of them scriptures yeah. disappear, dissipate, and your emotions yeah. start rising up to yeah, the top. Because what's yep, really in your heart. Yep. What's really in your heart starts to starts to come out. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing about it. Like we read the word and we have to, first of all, get revelation of it. When Absolutely. you get the revelation of it, that's when it becomes hidden in your heart. Mm-hmm. But if you just reading it, just like pastors always say, just calling words. Yeah. It's not doing nothing for you. Just to be able to say, um, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay. Now, what does that really mean? Like, yeah. Make it personal. Just, the, exactly. Make it personal to you. So even in that, uh, be anxious for nothing but pray about everything. And even when you talk about like when the tests come, I like there's a lot of people that have test anxiety. For sure. Like, like they good everywhere else. They they A's, A's. As soon as the test hit. Oh, I I don't know what happened. I don't I don't know what happened. I don't because it, they were comfortable with the other stuff. They they were comfortable until the test came. All the other stuff they were able to get through. But when the test came, they like Oh, okay. The, 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 what what was really in the beginning to show, you know? So yeah. 
it's it's in the moments you have to check yourself with prayer you have to check your emotions with prayer prayer checks your emotions it literally be like okay it begins you because you begin to change your focus you begin to focus on god you begin to put it in his hands you begin to magnify god not magnify your problem your focus change and you begin to see god bigger than your situation that's really during that time where you have to see god bigger than your situation you have to be like all right god i see this situation but mm -hmm. you are bigger than that you are bigger than that you literally hold the world you literally knew me before you formed me in my mother's womb like you knew everything about me you knew the test that was gonna happen you knew everything you already knew this was gonna happen so mm -hmm. at that point i have to be like all right i have to listen to the alpha and omega you know nice. the first in the end the everything you know i have to look look at you and be like okay god it's in your hands i can't do nothing I, i'm i'm humbled i can't do anything i submit to you god you, you do it you do nice. it you you do it and you know that's that's literally what we have to do when we when we face those tests amen we have to move ourselves out of the way mm -hmm. we have to move the idol out of the way yeah we have to move it and keep it out of the way Thanks. literally remove yourself if you can't handle if your emotion remove yourself remove yeah. yourself and allow for god to to do what he want to do Thanks. And you know, a lot of times with the, and I'm just sitting here thinking about it, the Holy Spirit is just speaking and he's saying like um, with the people with the testing thing, um, a lot of those people who are book smart, but have test anxiety, they have test anxiety because of the fact that they built this, this visual of perfection mm -hmm. prior to even getting to that point. So now they have pressure to hold up that, that viewpoint of perfection as it relates to them and their, in their uh in their academics and as it relates to our faith a lot of times we build up this this thing where okay i know this scripture i know that scripture so yeah. i'm straight i'm good but when you don't actually have it like i said hidden in your heart yeah now god is literally tearing down this facade that you've created yeah of I know these scriptures, so I'm straight. Everything is cool. I don't I don't need no assistance. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Can't nobody do anything for me. But in reality, God is like, no, you know the scriptures, but the revelation is lacking. Yeah. So now I have to bring situations into your life to bring revelation into your life as well. But that's only if you're willing to accept it. Because Come a lot on. of times, because we know the scripture, we be like, God, I'm quoting this scripture. I'm quoting that scripture. I'm quoting this scripture. I'm quoting that scripture. But it has no. Oh, you believe it. Exactly exactly there's no belief behind what you said there's no, when when the centurion the centurion came and he was talking to jesus he said go in peace your belief has made her whole yeah that's that's what it is yeah it's the belief like we yeah. need we need to cling to our belief but a lot of times we cling to our knowledge because that's where we're good at we cling mm -hmm. to the knowledge of things but we when you don't have the breakdown, when you don't have the understanding of it, when you don't have the revelation of it, it can do nothing else for you. Just remain knowledge. It remains yeah. letters and numbers and books and verses and that's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 That's good. I let me let me get back to my story. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let me get back to my story. Bro took it over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was good, bro. 
that was powerful, bro. Because there's some things that I learned that that this I want to this is this is your first time probably sharing it like full and full. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's more. It's more. But this is your first time really, you know, coming forth with that. So, man, yeah. that man, that that is powerful, bro. That that is powerful. Um. So in that we we ain't going to try. We I mean, I'm going to be quick. All right. So, but I'm I'm gonna do what the Lord Lord want me to do. All right. Anyway, um, so we day by day with it, right? Um, I'm with my daughter, and my wife is um, 24 hours with 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 the, with uh Judah, and I'm you know calling, checking on her, and stuff like that. And then we begin we swapping out for a couple hours, you know, swapping out and. It would be days where I literally I would see him and I literally I remember Wednesday I literally walked across the the aisle I walked across and I began praying and declaring and began worshiping playing worship in in the area in in it's to him like you know I begin to put it next to him and just keep continue to speak and, and continue to declare a thing you know because there's life and death is in the power of our tongue yeah. so it's it's in that God has already given us the power to to speak life so it's in that where we have to use what God has already equipped us with we yeah. have to use the tools that he has already given us he mm -hmm. has given us dominion dominion he has given us power he has given us authority through Jesus Christ so it's up to us to realize the authority that we have in Jesus Christ yes. and it's up to us to submit ourselves to Jesus Christ and to begin to speak a thing we have to begin to speak a lot of times the enemy causes us not to speak causes us not to declare or what what we want to happen what we need to happen you know so a lot of times the enemy causes us to be quiet because there when you stop talking there's no power coming out it says life and death is in the power of the tongue if you're not speaking anything what's coming out right nothing exactly. so therefore if nothing's coming out then you're giving the enemy full reign yeah because you are you are the priest you are you are the priest you speak you speak in the in the word long as you speak the word it'll happen long yeah. as you speak the word it'll happen a lot of times we do not speak the word we do not speak the word and i don't even care if i'm not saying that you literally have to oh yeah quote the verse like complete and complete quote quote what you know quote what you know but make sure that it ain't it ain't the, it ain't wrong. <laughs> like you ain't called it wrong. Like making up make sure, make sure it's, it's it's on point. You know, <laughs> like like make sure you you hitting hitting the target. You know, whatever right. like that. So, but it's it's he get he has already given us the tools. You know, so I just remember speaking over him and speaking over him, and it was to the point where it as I it began to continue to get worse. Like as far as like from my eyesight, from my eyesight, it began to get worse. Yeah. Like, but that's my eyes. That's my eyes. That's not faith. That's my eyes. Yeah. We don't live by, we don't live by these eyes. Yeah. We live by faith. So at that point I'm seeing it get worse, but I'm still praying and going hard. I'm, that did not cause me. That caused me to turn up even more. Cause at that point, God, come on, come on. Come on, I, we need, come on. He, he got to the point where he was in the hospital for, I want to say like five days. 
and it was to the point where he had to go to um what is it nicu nicu yeah and they began to, they was giving him a nose treatment nose treatment um what what's the the um what's that last one called um ventilator he was on a ventilator yeah my son was on a ventilator for a whole day where they were literally trying to get him to breathe correctly because yeah. his chest kept on going in he kept on struggling to breathe he literally is in a on a ventilator for a whole day and them trying to get him to breathe correctly so at that time i'm seeing him i'm seeing him and, and that day my wife stayed up there and i was at home and i'm just praying and I'm, I'm like, send me pictures. And, and it's funny because during the time God showed me, he said, take pictures. He said, get pictures because I'm going to do this. I need yeah. you to take pictures. I need for people to know that I'm a healer. I first yeah. need you to know that I'm a healer. And then yeah. I need my people to know that I'm a healer. I need, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yeah. Faith comes by hearing the words of our testimony. It's so important that we testify how good God is. Yeah. It is so important that we testify how good God is. You know, when you go eat something, when you go to a restaurant and you be like, oh, yeah, this was so good. I'm about to tell somebody to go here. The Lord is way better than that. The Lord is way better than that. Mm -hmm. And for us not to testify how good he is, we are wrong. We say it ain't nasty at that point. We stand, oh, Oh God, this burger's better than you. Oh God, this restaurant's better than you. Yeah. The seafood boil is a, is a lot seafood of boil like better than you. <laughs> Instead of telling people who the creator is, without yeah. him, that seafood boil not even able to be made. Like, what are we talking about? Without mm -hmm. him, nothing can come. Nothing comes into creation without him. So at that point, that's when we have to check ourselves. We have to testify about Jesus. Yeah, we have mm -hmm. to testify about Jesus mm -hmm. because there's I seen so many people in the hospital during that time. It was so many people in the hospital. And I said, God, I don't just want you to do this for my son, but I want you to take every I want you to heal every baby in this hospital. I said, if yeah. my son had to come here to heal these kids, I thank you for it Bruh. because it's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about it. It's not about it. It's bigger than that. I, yes. I didn't make it about myself because God don't want you to sit here and have self-centered prayers. Yes. It's other babies in that hospital. Yeah. So you shouldn't dare. You shouldn't dare only, oh, God, I'm only going to pray about my son. No, you pray about every kid in here. Because, because God said you intercede for everybody. Everybody should be interceded for. You're supposed yes. to be praying about everyone. Everybody. There's people who don't know God. There's people that don't know God. But you want their baby to live, don't you? Yes. So pray. So pray. So pray. So yes. literally, I say, God, God, that's I'm, God. If you had my son to come here to bring these kids out here into the and for them people to witness how good you are, so be it. Yeah. So be it. If you brought my kid here and 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 in my own, I'm like, I would rather take it. That that's the dad in me. That I'd rather take it. Right. I'd rather take this. I'd rather take this. But God knew, no, this. God knew, okay, I'm going to make sure that you, your kid is not an idol. Okay, let's, let's talk about this. 
So when Abraham had to sacrifice Isaac, was told to sacrifice Isaac. The reason why he was told to sacrifice Isaac was to move Isaac out of the way so that the Lord is, is he's focused on the Lord so yeah. that his son is not an idol because yeah. sometimes what, what God brings to us becomes an idol. Right. Our kids become idols mm -hmm. instead of God, the creator, the one who given has given it to us. So at that point in time, God was letting me know, yeah, move your son out the way, move your kids out the way. I'm the focus. Right. Don't let your kids be an idol. Your mm -hmm. kids are not idols. I, I am the only, I'm a jealous God. I'm a jealous God. So at that point in time, I was like, all right, yeah, God, my, <laughs> I trust you. I trust you. And, yeah. and oh, think it not strange. Think it not strange. We literally, literally the week before, baby dedication. All the kids got sick after baby dedication. You mm -hmm. tell me God wasn't trying to show us something. You tell me God wasn't trying to show us something. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? You told me that you dedicated your baby to me. Do, but do you trust me? Mm -hmm. But do you trust me? But do you trust me with your kids? The most, uh, the, the, the very important life to us. Do you trust me with it? Yeah. Can you let your kids go and let me do what I want to do? Can you let me come in the room? Can you let me come in the room? Like, will you allow for me to come, come in the room? And that's, that's our problem. We won't let God come in the room. It's, it's worship that invites God in the room. It's prayer that invites God in the room. A lot of times we are trying to handle stuff ourselves. A lot of times we are locking ourselves in the room saying, huh, in, 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 our, in our depression, in, down, in our emotions, instead of letting God come in the room. Because it's something about when God comes in the room. It's something about it. It's something about peace comes in the room. Life comes in the room. So much stuff comes in the room when God comes. So much stuff, so much stuff comes in and so much stuff leaves. You begin to see things differently. You begin to hear things get differently. So during that time, after my son literally went from the, the, the highest treatment, because at this point, this is the highest treatment they could do right. to have him on the uh, ventilator. This is the highest treatment they could do. So during that time, he started getting better, getting better. And they said, we're going to begin to decelerate, decelerate what, what, what we did to get him off of. We got to wean him off of it. So, but you can't, they couldn't just take him off of it. They had to, you know, it was progressive, right? Yeah. So they began to take him off and he continued to get better and better and better. And I'm just like, thank you, God. 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 Because I knew only you could do this. Yeah, I'm not giving credit to no to no doctor. I'm giving them credit as being a vessel that God used. That's all the credit I can give them. Right. But I know who God is and I know what he did. I yeah. know that his angels was in the room. I know that he allowed for my son to live. Yeah. You know, so it was just and I remember <laughs> a, uh, I want to say this was the day before we took him home because we took him on the next morning. I came in a room and it be, they had a joint room, right? So I came in there and um, I was playing worship music and just speaking and praying over my son, right? And then um, 
this lady came in uh there was the co whatever both rooms dual whatever like that mm-hmm. and um she her son is going through something rsv or some like some type of sickness right mm-hmm. she come in there she just left out and went to go get blowed and came back in there oh no so mind you the room is now Reeking. smelling like loud not to guide you but your son is, is struggling breathing right you know so i'm just like god okay i need my son out of here <laughs> i need my son out of here and i'm about to pray for this kid too because i need i want him to be healed and i want his mom to to like not be selfish because that's selfish that's hey that's selfish you gonna sit here and jeopardize your son's health because you because you can't handle your emotions right because you gotta go smoke so she came in there and literally smelled the room smelling like loud so at that point i'm like god okay <laughs> my son need to be gone in the morning or or at this time whatever like <laughs> i need my he gotta go like i'm not we're not about to be in here like because like weed bothers me you know like right. i didn't smoke so much weed in the past that my head i get headaches and they don't be if i sit there they be worse and worse so i literally you know my wife came we swapped out and um i had a headache that night whatever like that and i was like my son coming home in the morning he has to and i got the call in the morning he's ready they're ready oh okay yep sound good <laughs> so i came and get them and i began to like really that really taught me to cherish the moments yeah. a lot of times we move too fast oh we move too fast we move too fast like we hold time like we literally know how many seconds we got left like we literally know our days yeah. we don't know a lot of times we need to shut down slow down and and spend time with our family spend time with the people who really matter mm-hmm. you know because we already got to work yeah we got to work so we need to have some time for them right you know so that literally taught me cherish your moments cherish these babies i ain't never hugged my son and hug, hug my daughter so tight <laughs> I, never, I love y'all like i like i don't get me wrong i was doing it but it's it's times like that that takes it to a whole different level mm-hmm. it increases the love that's inside of you yeah it, it literally begins to to remind you hey this life you know like it is it, you don't know you don't know paper for sure you know so it was in that desperate faith moment where i seen god and i said you are a healer i said if i didn't know you were a healer because because sometimes we need to see it personally like we can read these books we can read the book we can read the word but sometimes god has to show you personally because it's a difference when you're you're when you're speaking out of personal yeah. when you have literally seen the word work when you have literally seen a word be Man, performed in your life like mm-hmm. it's personal there's a deep connection people yeah. can feel the deep connection as we speak on it right now people can feel it because we we have been through it we have been through it yeah man man oh man god god is good he is man and it's just i'm just thankful i just i'm just thankful for it 
him even gracing me with the opportunity, like, and just understanding that we are truly like the the byproducts of his greatness. Like, Man, just understanding that, like, even even the things that we we try to put our faith in, whether it be the doctor, or whether it be medicine, or whether it be our finances, those are all byproducts of how great he is. Yeah, he created all of this. So in that, why not have faith in him when your situation is desperate or even before yeah. it gets there? So yeah. just maintaining and building, bro, just being progressive yeah. in our faith and, and literally in all that we do. Yeah, absolutely. And we see we see all y'all comments. We appreciate all y'all comments. We just make sure y'all share. Make sure y'all share. We see you. I see you, Spencer. Like, appreciate comment, you. I see you, low dog. I see you. See you, Pastor Al, Michelle Powers. Um, I see y'all, Isha Taylor, Lexi, Christian. I see y'all. I see y'all. We just wanted to come on here and testify to how good God is. Yeah. Like, this ain't about us. This platform ain't about us. It's about God. We just trying to spread the word of God. We just trying to... We, we trying to spread some some hope. <laughs> we trying to spread the hope. The hope is Jesus Christ. That's who the hope is. If we talk about, we see you too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You better see me. Better see us. We 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 yeah. We try to make sure that hopefully y'all can see it. You know, if we did all this and y'all couldn't see us, then that would be all bad. It would be like ah man. But no, we appreciate y'all. Yeah, we really appreciate y'all. Um, Everybody for tuning in, for for liking, for sharing. Uh, we we appreciate y'all, man. We just we're gonna be we're gonna be doing this all twenty twenty three and beyond. So every y'all tune in Thursday. Every Thursday we're gonna be here giving y'all a podcast. Y'all hear us every Thursday. So what we need y'all to do is like, share, comment subscribe subscribe to the youtube subscribe to the facebook subscribe to every channel that we have uh, and tell, tell your mama about it you know all yeah tell, tell everybody tell everybody everybody need to, to need some hope you know everybody needs some hope everybody need jesus plain and simple because fact, they, they, your, they, grandma, they, your grandma go tell everybody <laughs> oh yeah grandma spread the word hey hey honey and you hear about them, uh, them, them kids. That's what that's what you gonna call them, them kids talking about God. But yeah, we really appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Um, like I said, we ain't gonna keep y'all longer than we got to. You it's, know, um, in the Quincy McCall episode. No, we. That's what we not about to do. <laughs> we, I, I like, bro. You cannot bring no uh, fictional character. Fictional character, bro. You getting out of hand. Man, that's like, real life for me, bro. I, 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 I used to have number 22, dog. That's legit for me. Oh man. You, you can't do that, bro. All but right. we're gonna we gonna come better next week. Yeah, we're gonna he gonna come he gonna I mean next week is easy. I just thought of that one. Jordan, but uh LeBron James, like next week is really easy. You know, episode twenty three. This is episode twenty two. Skip them, skip them. Oh, Devin, but we're not about to do that anyway. We're not about to skip because you're <laughs> no, nah, we ain't doing that. But, <laughs> but like we said, like, share, comment, subscribe. We thank you for your comments. We thank you for the feedback. Um, yes. we're gonna have a QA coming up. 
Facts. So just how y'all commented on made these comments, we're gonna have y'all to give us a QA where we literally begin to answer your questions. So just stay tuned to that. Yeah. We're gonna have a lot more stuff in store for y'all. Yep. So just help us out as we as we we go along this journey uh fulfilling God's will. You know, so that has been another you got anything else to say before we leave out? That's it, bro. That's it, bro. The topic is desperate faith. So get your faith right. But um, that has been an episode of the Heart and Hope Medicine Podcast, episode 22. Deuce, like, deuce. share, comment. And we love y'all. Love y'all. Peace. Deuces.